it's learning everything. Mm. It's learning the business, learning the industry, working with lots of different types of people. Um, it was just a total, you know, 180 from, from yeah. corporate world. So that was probably the biggest thing. It's almost like mindset. Here we are for another episode of the Unbiased Truth Podcast. I am joined today by Holly Best. She is a real estate agent for Keller Williams, Richmond West, and the Wright Group. Yes. <laughs> Hello. Against her will, she is joining us today. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's all she's going to say throughout this whole podcast. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be easy. Yeah. So how long have you been a realtor? Um, It's coming up on three years now. Three years. What did you do before that? Um, I was in banking for about eight years on the business side of things. Started in a bank and then kind of went to back office. So I How did come that everybody for a while. that was in banking becomes a realtor. I know it's the financials. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What made you switch? Um, so COVID happened, uh-huh, and uh-huh. I went permanent at home, work from home, and I just wasn't happy. I realized I needed more interaction with people. Um, that was the, kind of the beginning of it. Sure. And I actually went to, or I did the real estate class online when I was 23. So it was like six years ago. Mm-hmm. Took the test one time, do failed it, math. gave up. What, what was that? Do the math. Yes. Do the math. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I took the test, failed it the first time, kind of gave up. I didn't really have the money or the sustainability mm. to start. Sure. Um, so that kind of scared me away. And then, so I decided to try again and passed on the first time and here I am. Yeah. But really the second time. Yeah. Really the second (laughs) time. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. All right. So almost a big three O. Yes. Right. Almost. Not quite there. Yes. 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 So what was it like switching? Um, going from a corporate environment, quote unquote, um, the stable paycheck, you know, and all the stuff that comes with that, you know, the nonsense um, included, uh, to all of a sudden you spend money, but you're not necessarily making any money. Yes. Yeah. What was that like? It was fun. <laughs> um, it was a huge change because I am a very um, systematic, like analytical person for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was challenging, yeah. but I just told myself I could do it and put my mind to it. So, I mean, it was, it was challenging getting used to my new reality sure. where I had to be responsible for bringing in a check. Yeah. Yeah. What was the hardest part? Mm. I think it's, it, it looks very easy from the outside. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's learning everything. Mm. It's learning the business, learning the industry, Working with lots of different types of people, um, it was just a total, you know, 180 from from yeah. corporate world. So that was probably the biggest thing. It's almost like mindset. Yeah. We get that too. Um, and actually, they just had a home inspector class uh, a couple months ago um, locally um, in the area. And uh, 
apparently, from what I'm told, several people had gone through one of our inspections and mm-hmm. they decided they want to be home inspectors. Oh, nice. Because they were all talking about who's, who you're going to get to do the ride-alongs with. Like, oh, we'll call 360 because that's who did our inspection. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Whatnot. And, uh, but we get that a lot because people just see us walk around and check outlets mm-hmm. and doors. Like, oh, this is easy. Easy. You know? I yeah. mean, I can check outlets and doors. Yeah. And then they do a couple of ride-alongs and um, they realize how much we're actually looking at mm-hmm. in any given room and space. And if you hear paper <laughs> crumpling, that's my daughter. Eating candy, candy wrappers. Uh, in the background with, as Holly brought an entourage. Uh, as I usually girl. do. Uh, oh. uh, uh, so, uh, but yeah, so they, they think that and then they do a couple of ride-alongs. They see how much is actually involved uh, and the interactions with people and, and all the stuff we're looking at. And then they just don't ever do any more ride-alongs. Okay. And we don't see them again, you know, for the most part. Do they go to school for, do they get licensed first or you do? It's all part of the process to oh, get okay. licensed. Got but it. the Got it. school is the expensive part because that, depending on oh. where you go, um, it's anywhere from 1500 to, you know, 5,000, depending on what school okay. you go, you know, you get to get the, the hours from. Uh, so, you know, I always tell people do a couple of ride-alongs first to see if this is something you really want because that's True. when you start learning. Because, I mean, in a classroom, even through the class, you know, you go through, you pass the test, but a lot of people still have that mentality, like, and just like with the real estate test, um, how much of this is actually do I need to know, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm learning this to pass the test. Yeah. You know, how much do I really need yes. to know? How many square feet are in an acre, right? Yes. <laughs> um, Bane of my existence. Yes. So, yeah. so I think they go through it like, yeah, this is, this is easy enough. And then when you go through and you see this hundred year old home that's not been taken care of and you're digging through stuff. Uh, uh, and all of a sudden it's like, you know what? There's some liability here, mm-hmm. you know? And what if I miss something? And yeah. All Scary. All this other stuff. So, so yeah. We, it's we the get same. That, yeah. You know. It's definitely as intimidating as that. Yeah. Um, and that, that was another really hard part is like being confident when you're new, yeah. very difficult to do. Yeah. But so you came in and joined the team right away. I did. So what yes. was your rationale for that? Um, it kind of just happened. Mm-hmm. So I met our director of operations in my class cause she was getting licensed and she, I, I intended on just taking a meeting to learn more about the business. Yeah. And then it kind of just ended up as me being a part of the team. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I, I didn't really know what I was going to do. I guess I planned to go individual um, sure. because all the research I did said, don't join a team. They take all your money, gotcha. you know, um, <laughs> and that's legit what I saw. So I guess I didn't even think twice about it. Mm-hmm. And then realizing the support and the knowledge that I would get yeah. from the team kind of swayed me that way. Yeah. I mean, yeah. there's definitely some teams that just take your money. Yeah. You know, definitely. Um, and this conversation is no different than being an inspector because you can go off on your own, you yeah. know, day one. Yeah. And as soon as you're licensed, you, you know, regardless of your background, and be a home inspector and make all the monies uh, yeah. for yourself. But you uh, also have to build your own business. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you know, it depends on what the, the team's giving you for that split. You know, are they giving you leads? Yeah. Um, are they giving you the back support? Mm-hmm. Or back office the coaching. support? Um, the yeah. coaching, all that stuff. Yeah. You know, I mean, 
it's not always about just elites because yes. some don't. Um, but if they give you enough of the other stuff, it makes it worthwhile. Correct. Uh, but yeah. you just got to understand that you know some are just purely out there. Yeah. To spend the money that that you're you're making them. Yeah, uh, that's what I've heard. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh, you know, inspections is, is the same way. Mm-hmm. So um, what's been some of the challenges in the last couple of years? Uh, because you came in right before COVID? Um, no, right after. So I s- stopped banking in officially in August of 2020 is when I quit my job. Passed the test in July, I think. So it was mm-hmm. like the first week of August. So it was right after COVID started. Mm-hmm. Um, I honestly didn't even know how crazy the market was. Sure. I don't remember ever like hearing about it or thinking yeah. twice about it. Um, but I will say the market has probably been the most challenging thing <laughs> um, because you really do have to kind of be an expert in in your local area yeah. and be knowledgeable about what's really going on because it is. Yeah. it was a crazy ride. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, with that, I think... Um, even now it's just like, it's ever changing. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it wasn't like that before, you know, I don't know firsthand, but it's, it's different every four weeks about (laughs) now. So, yeah. So you went from COVID where it was, you know, 15 buyers for every agent, you know, and one house for, for every, you know, 400 people. Yes, correct. Um, but, you know, if you were engaged and doing what you're supposed to, you were doing decent at, yes. at, at minimum, right? Yes. Um, then last July came and it just fell off a cliff. Yeah. So how was that? Yeah. Um, yeah, did you have fun? Um, it was challenging. Yeah. It definitely was. I mean, you're. it's like I'm learning a whole new market. I'm learning what a, a quote-unquote normal market is. Um, in theory. And that, in theory, uh, yeah. yes. Yeah, I didn't really materialize. No, that's true. But, you know, it's... I don't know what it was like before, obviously, yeah. but I mean, it's you're after all of the, the chaos and us mm-hmm. being so tired and exhausted as buyers agents. I'm sure all of us can attest to that. Yeah. Um, doing crazy things, talking our clients into or helping them make the best decisions for themselves <laughs> um, to win a house because mm-hmm. it was it was really challenging. So being super creative, being on the go, writing five on average offers per client. I mean, it was hard. And then now it was like, okay, now people aren't running to me to buy a house. Yeah. So did you have clients that waived a home inspection? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I yes, didn't say of course. That you encouraged it. Yes, just, you know, of course. At the end of the day, you can present them all the information that you can. They still got to make adult decisions. Yes. And some of them just get to the point where they're I'm just going to waive it. Yeah. So with that, did you have any that called you afterwards with problems? Um, yes. Yeah? Yes. Yeah, how'd that conversation go? I mean, you know, I I did not feel bad about it because we had sure. those conversations beforehand and kind of ways to fix that and just letting them know that I would be there after closing. Yeah. I If they came to me with something, we figured it out. Yeah. And really between both agents, the one instance I can remember is it was a flip. <laughs> she waived it. Um, Those are always the ones you wave. Yeah, yeah, and they're they're not the ones to wave. And I honestly encouraged against it, but she didn't think it was necessary. You know, we didn't see any issues and saving money. Sometimes with those tighter clients, it's you know that comes into play. Um, but 
I think the other agent on the other side also helped figure it out, which was nice. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I had one, um, not me because I'm not an agent, sure. but uh, talking to an agent about two or three weeks ago, and uh, she had a one that just waved, and they mm-hmm. closed. And called her two weeks later, talking mm. about, you know, there's water in the basement. Um, there's leaks everywhere. Yeah. Um, the AC's not working. And yeah. the agent's like, told you not to wave. Like, I don't I don't know what you want. Like, yeah. every, every other day, there was a new phone call um, talking about there's a new, like, high dollar problem with that house. And, yeah. And the agent's like, I, I don't, I, I, I can give you names. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> that's. Yeah. I literally don't know what else to do for you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I do. Hard, you know? I do encourage those clients to get home warranties. Yeah, it protects yeah. them to some extent because they waived the inspection. So I would say like ninety percent of my people that waived an inspection got a home warranty. Yeah. So that helps with controlling the cost. Um, but yeah, it's it's. I've never had anything like that. I will say, if I see things of that nature, yeah, I I don't advise. Like yeah. I I have told <laughs> clients before. I even though you're willing, I would not. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's the difference between um, a good agent mm-hmm. and and a not so good agent. You know, yeah. I mean, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, and, you know, take away from the agents. I mean, there's a lot of, I don't know, high volume agents that, that don't do it as well. And it's sure. Not, they're, they're not bad agents. They just don't do it. It's not part yeah. of their business model. Yeah. Uh, but there's a lot of agents that work with us. Uh, they take the time to look for those things. Yeah. You know, they'll exactly maybe not go in a crawl space, but they'll at least stick their head in. You know, I stick my head in every crawl yeah, space just and about. If there's insulation falling down everywhere and, mm-hmm. you know, the vapor barrier is all nasty. Yes. You kind of have an idea how it's going to yes. go. You know, you can um, tell. You can yeah. definitely tell. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, you, you always have. And I think it's beneficial for yeah. the client. Um, I mean, I had a girl I met at an open house. They had just moved into the area. They bought their house virtually with an agent. Uh-huh. I think it was like a like a cap center kind of deal. I don't know if you want to edit that out. Yeah, we can believe that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, with another brokerage that they didn't have a great experience. They came yeah. into the house, the whole back wall. Um, I guess there wasn't flashing on the deck. Sure. The whole back wall of exterior wall of their house was deteriorating. Yeah, that's fine. And in, yeah. in a neighborhood that is known for lots of trees and moisture, mm-hmm. which, you know, that's a lot of Richmond. Um, but yeah, and yeah. The, actually they had an inspection. Yeah, oh, that's, that's fun. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, you can't see what's in the walls, but there should have been some sign of no, something. Um, and that's where it comes down to at least note that the lack of flashing. Yeah. Uh, and if you can't see it, you note that, yeah. you know, there's a potential it's not there. Well, they, they knew immediately when they started living in the house. Yeah. I mean, first weekend. So yeah, if it's first weekend, cause that's, mm-hmm. that doesn't happen. Yeah. Over, and overnight. there's nothing they could do. No. Yeah. I mean, no. there's nothing you can do. You, you really can't. No. Um, yeah. So it's and unfortunate. And it it's is. happened. We've heard the stories, but yeah. personally I haven't had it and you know, in the last 3 years I've probably done like I don't know 35-40 transactions. Yeah. So maybe a little more. But yeah, yeah, I mean, I think that's pretty good odds. So I'm yeah. okay. I'm okay right now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, I, and I always in those situations I can play devil's advocate, you know. I mean, not Things happen. Yeah. You know, um, at the end of the day, inspectors are, are people. Mm-hmm. Um, and they can't get inside your walls. They, they can't. They can't. They can't um, see certain things. You know, lack of 
flashing deck if there's a crawl space. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's a crawl space on that house. Um, I'm assuming so, yeah. I never uh, saw it. That stuff's typically visible from underneath. But yeah. Again, things happen. You don't know what they you know? saw. You uh, don't know what it was like when they were in there. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I've, I've, I've followed some in, in a week or two after. Like, yeah, you just didn't do it, you know. But, yeah. Uh, exactly. That's different. But there's, you know, I like to think that nobody intentionally yes does it yes know? correct but um you know who would hope so on that tangent of of how that's a lie and yeah. hopes and dreams and <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, yeah uh because there's definitely people out there that do mm-hmm. unfortunately but but, I, I, but things always come up and they always happen i always tell my clients yeah, in the first month absolutely. something's going to and break that's what i tell people all the time i mean yeah. um you know my my quote is even in the most perfect conditions it's an imperfect yeah industry exactly uh you know i'm there for two to three hours most Mm -hmm. the house is 20 years old 50 years old 70 years old yeah i'm there for two hours Mm -hmm. out of that you don't know till you start living in it (laughs) exactly so things are going to happen yeah uh that's why you know the reports are not all inclusive Mm -hmm. so you know if if we say that an outlet's busted in this room you may have an outlet that's busted in other rooms. Mm-hmm. You know, it's reasonable to assume that. Yep. Uh, you know. Just assume worse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And there's yeah. just things that just don't present themselves until yeah. till much later. Yes. You know. Uh, and then there's always the things that, uh, oh, we didn't know. Oh, mm-hmm. but you painted over it. So, uh, you yes. know, there, there's some. We do a really good job, and I think most home inspectors do a really good job of, of finding the hidden things that are concealed um, intentionally, but there are those that do a really good job of hiding yeah. things. Mm-hmm. They do a really good job of hiding things. Yeah. Uh, and they hide them just well enough that a month after you move in, you know, all of a sudden the, the ceiling comes down, <laughs> you know. Um, yep. But I will know, say most of the time you can tell. <laughs> most of the time you can tell. You can, can tell. tell. Most yes. of the time. Yes. Uh, so, or if it's not there, then you just got to look at the, the, the sum of the whole, you know, because mm-hmm. um, we've gotten a phone call. I've gotten a phone call like, hey, um, yeah, you missed this. Okay. Well, one, we, we wrote up 90 things on that house. Mm-hmm. 90. Yeah. In three, in two, two 90. and a half hours. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. We wrote up one item for every six square feet of that house. Yeah. Um. <laughs> that should have been a clue to the overall <laughs> condition of the house. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. there's going to be things we can't find. And if we write up certain amount of things, especially significant things, mm-hmm. that should tell you like the overall condition of the house. Yes. It's bad. Yes. Right. Um, we actually had a review not too long ago um, came in and it just said, uh, miss things, bad communication <sighs> would not recommend. Always said. So I looked up the report, um, and it was back in December mm-hmm. we did the inspection. And this is, like, recent, too, like like a month ago, maybe two months ago. Okay. Right? Okay. Like, okay. So I pulled up the report and literally wrote up the whole house. The whole house was just bad. Uh-huh. You know, foundation cracks, um, bad roof, leaking roof, air conditioner wasn't working. Uh, <laughs> that was, That's what it was. It was incomplete inspection, um, missed things, would not recommend. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wrote back and like, well, I'm gonna have fun with this one, you know, because <laughs> one of the things with reviews is, um, it's not just, <sighs> and there's stats on this, putting this 
class together, but you know, 80% of people go, go look at reviews. Mm -hmm. Right. And, um, most people will trust the review just as much as they trust a recommendation from a friend yes. or family. Yes. Uh, and it's not just the positive reviews, it's the negative Which reviews. Which you shouldn't, but. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, because nobody knows what we do, but yeah. And it doesn't tell the whole story. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's also how does the owner respond to the bad reviews? Mm-hmm. Because that's who you're dealing with if it goes bad, mm-hmm. right? So yep. what are you looking at? Um, and for the most part, I kind of go by that as well. But I was like, I'm going to have fun with this one because it's just nonsense. And I wrote like a dissertation about <laughs> like, hey, I really appreciate your review. Um, I'm not really Do sure you know? <laughs> uh, uh, what else we could have done because we cited all these problems, including the lake that was in your crawl space that our inspector couldn't um, access. And I put something like, you know, there could have been tuberculosis in there, you know. Uh, he could have got bit by alligators. Um, <laughs> But we're always happy to come back for free to inspect things we couldn't get to. Sure. Um, you know, but we essentially wrote up the whole house uh, and said, you know, I said, as far as poor communication, I don't really know, you know <laughs> that means. what that means because yeah. we don't have any missed calls, text messages, or emails from you, but it has been six months. So, yeah. you know, we could have missed something. Um, good luck in your future endeavors. Um, well, Cindy said I was an asshole. <laughs> 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 but the review was gone. <laughs> I'm going to go back and read it soon. Well, the review was gone within 20 oh. hours. He took it out. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. So that's how you get him to delete that. Yeah. You okay. know, um, and the downside of Google, like you can post pictures uh-huh. as a reviewer. Yes. But like I can't post because I would have posted so many pictures. Oh. From the I would have posted all the pictures. Oh, you yeah. can't post pictures. I can't post pictures oh. in the response. Yeah, it's it's. Yeah, so it's interesting. So, so yeah, you get you get some of probably that how stuff fights too. get started. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> um, uh, yeah, <laughs> so, but you know, you, you do again. You know, two three hours, we find all these problems. You still bought the house with all these problems, and then you're mad at me because you bought this terrible house. Yeah, sometimes you just got to give it up. Yeah, it's you just know, not, it's worth not, it. it's not me problem. But it, I I do feel like as agents, we are like a consultant for a million dollar, you know, half of a million dollar purchase, quarter of a million dollar purchase. Like that's, that's our job. Yeah. It's our job. And I mean, sometimes we just, they just want to do what they want, but most people listen to you. you. You're an adult and you make adult decisions. (laughs) You get to live with the adult consequences of that said decision. Mm -hmm. Um, But, but that's the purpose of being an agent. You know, I mean, that's like, like I always approach inspections as I feel they should be done. You know, I understand that there was a time when inspections were done a certain way. Yeah. Uh, we've evolved, and I feel like they should be done a, a different way now. Yeah. Um, and I think if you look at the top companies in Richmond, I think we all operate in a similar fashion. Yeah. Um, and what I mean by that is back in the day, and this is where I've said before, we get older agents that's not mm-hmm. – not, Older in in time in like yes. they they can they seasoned season yes. right um, older in age sure but uh, <laughs> uh, but that's only because they've been doing it um, you know since eighties and nineties and whatnot <laughs> yeah back when inspections were three pages press hard yeah. you know here's your copy uh, no pictures weren't they just contractors or pretty much handymen yeah. or something um, yeah. and and so they don't want. 50 page reports. They don't yeah. want to know that the door knobs loose. They don't mm-hmm. want to know all that. They just mm-hmm. want to know, is it falling down or not? Because, you know, that's, that's what they're used to. Mm-hmm. 
uh, but I approach it how I think it should be done. Yeah. You know, if I was buying a house, and, yeah. and I think agents, you know, you approach it how the business should be done, and you're a consultant. Mm-hmm. You know, you're that. Um, I often equate it to being in the fire service, like you're the the battalion chief on scene, yeah. right? Because you're the one organizing and, All and the coordinating yeah. everything. Yeah. Uh, that's that's also why I say, you know, because you go in these home inspection groups and they all get mad because of how much an agent makes off a transaction, like, you know. Um, it's laughable. You can be an agent, too. Yeah. You know, one, yeah. one, you can do that, too. You can do whatever um, you want. Two, ours is a volume-based business. Yeah. You know, it's a, it, it, we're yeah. not going to make, because like, we should get paid 1% of what the house is worth. That's what we should charge. Go for it. Like, nobody's stopping you. Like, go for it. Go for you know, it. I mean, yeah. charge 1% of the purchase price of that. Yeah, because you can set your own prices as you an can. inspector. Do whatever uh, you want. Yeah, go yeah. for it. Uh, no one's going to pay See it. how it works. Uh, but that's because we're a volume-based yeah. industry. Yeah. You know, there's a difference between what Chick-fil-A charges and what Texas Roadhouse charges because <laughs> of volume. Right? Correct. Uh, yes. <laughs> so, yes. <laughs> Good analogy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, but the, the point being... Um, uh, but that's why the agent gets out of that one transaction. Yeah. You get paid the most out of anybody involved. Title, yeah. lenders, yeah. agents, um, inspectors, plumbers, you know, all those people that's involved in this transaction um, because you have the most responsibility, quote, yeah. unquote, not necessarily the most liability. That's probably equal yeah. across. But, sure. Um, but you're responsible for coordinating all that yeah. stuff and yeah. putting the kittens in the box. And a know? lot of time in. It is. It's a lot. A lot of, of hours. I spend a couple hours with these people. Yeah. Um. I may get a phone call afterwards. Yeah. Maybe an email. Yeah. You gotta deal with it for sometimes months. <laughs> sometimes years. Yes. <laughs> yes. I so. just had one close on Friday. Yeah. That I've probably been working with for like eighteen-ish months. Yeah. Maybe close to two years. From like seller because I didn't see any inspections coming no. really for that one. <laughs> Um, it was an as is. Sure, sure. <laughs> um, but yes, <laughs> that was you know, it was good, good. but it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it was. It's a long road. It is sometimes. Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes. it is. And I'm not saying I was showing him every weekend by any means, but. No, but you still the amount have of to, communication. You still have to keep person. that relationship. You just can't yeah. be ghosted for three yeah. months because one, they could lose interest. Yeah, you know, but like, you know what? I'll just go back to renting. Yeah, you know, or yeah. or they'll just find another agent. Yeah, you know. Um, yep. Yeah, they go, and then they're... all your time spent is wasted. <laughs> so you just keep going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, Absolutely. Yeah. So when do you decide, or have you been in that situation yet, to just go ahead and cut them loose? Um, mainly because at some point there's a, there's a, there's a break even point yeah. and then there's a lose money point. Uh, and I think, and it's not necessarily the clients that keep writing offers and you keep losing, right? Yes. It's those clients that want to show 77 houses to never make an offer. Don't listen to any of your advice. Yes. But all that still is time and money and gas and wear and tear on vehicles and MLS dues that you're not, you know, getting paid for. Yes. Um, so what, where's, where's that breaking point where you're like, you know what? Yeah. That's the (laughs) hardest question is when, Yeah. when, Yeah. because I don't know, Cindy, have I had any of those that I've like dropped? I don't think I've had any. 
this client was like on the border, but um, I think it was just it's it's a first time home buyer thing most of the time. It's like the nervousness, the it's a huge financial commitment. Um, also, you have like they're renting in the midst of it, so if they do renew their lease, then it's like you know the lack of urgency kind of backs off. I, I've never dropped a client. Yeah, I've never had to do that. I've had hard conversations. But usually they've come around. I don't think I've had any. What's the hard conversations? Um, <laughs> I'm going to tell you what reality is. <laughs> um, we've definitely had those clients. Mm-hmm. Um, it, sometimes they don't listen to you the first time. We have to repeat it multiple times. We have to sit down and regroup. Like, yeah. you know, interest rates go up, so we have to reset our expectations of price points going down. So that means something else needs to move location or condition. Like, yeah, I've had that. Like I'll show up for inspection and the house is just bad. And I've looked at the uh, agent. Mm -hmm. I did one a couple weeks ago uh, with Kristen. Another one. She tried to kill me on. (laughs) Uh, Shout out to Kristen. Yeah. (laughs) yeah, She always tried to kill me on inspections. these days. (laughs) Um, I think she took a life insurance policy. out on Um, And, (laughs) Uh, I pulled up and I started doing the inspection and I looked at her when she got there and I said, are you messing with me? And she's like, why? I was like, you really have clients, but offering on this stuff. She's like, I told him not to. (laughs) Yeah. See? So yeah. So sometimes, you know, like, Hey, I've told him not to. Sometimes they got to go through this process to learn, you know, like, Hey, listen, you know, Yes. and, and I've gone through six, $700, $800 of, of inspections for clients before they finally started listening to their agent and say like, Hey, this is all stuff that was, we could see during the walkthroughs. No, yes. this is a surprise. Yes. You know, um, I told you this is what it was. Yes. This house was going to yield. And if you were here okay we with are. that, here we are walking away from another mm-hmm. one. Yeah. So, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I've never had to fire anyone. Thank yeah. God. But I have, but I probably could have. I just, didn't want to like once you have so much time in it's like oh I give up now you know um yeah but it's I've had good results but it, it does take some difficult that's, you're saying some difficult things yeah, to people and that's kind of like you know sports analogy you hear this all the time like with you take football and the problem players mm-hmm. like the divas that's always yeah. everywhere they go and you know the coach somebody's always going to take them doesn't matter what they do mm-hmm. and because the coach like oh i can fix them mm-hmm. i can take them you yeah know? and it's kind of the same it's a like, challenge yeah, like, yeah. Say, like i can i can get them there i guess know? that's yeah i'm just not yeah. a quitter yeah yeah maybe that's there. what it is I can close yeah. this one. but yeah. i will say like sometimes clients are just looking for things that don't exist yeah like Cindy had, she like talked houses. to somebody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she talked to somebody this weekend that like, sir, that doesn't exist. <laughs> He's like, have you seen this? No. <laughs> like <laughs> this is Richmond, Virginia. Yeah. yeah. And you know, it's just so it's, it's interesting. It is. That when people can't find what they want, they think it's just somewhere out there. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite's the um, four bedrooms, three baths, garage. <sighs> Yeah. Pool, uh-huh. under 150,000. Yeah. <laughs> so any closing thoughts? <laughs> I should have thought of one since we're re-recording it. Oh <laughs> my God. You had all this time. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think about it. <laughs> I, I was um, trying to help you out. <laughs> no, not any closing thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I appreciate you coming on. <laughs> oh Lord. Uh, God. 
This is going fun. to be the last uh, appearance <laughs> um, in front or behind the camera for uh, Holly um, <laughs> since every podcast has up. been cursed. It has been. I think I it's think, the technology. I think the only one that has like worked out was because you did one with us during the. Um, oh, yeah, that one was good. But that was um, like a five minute clip. Yeah. <laughs> Three minute clip. Which one? At the, the Realtor Fest. Yes. Yes. I did do yes. that. Maybe so there's we have bad. other people around to cancel that it out. canceled yeah. the juju. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. So we realized I have bad juju. Yeah, did you listen to the last one with Brian? No. Yeah. Not yet. We talked about how that was the third after hours, but the second one to air <laughs> because of our guest producer. Oh, Brian from C3. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm shout out to Brian. Yeah. It's fine. He got a drink out of it. It's he did. fine. He did. I thought we were he drinking today, but. I offered you a drink. You declined. I, I not. Mm. Mm. <laughs> It's a little debilitating, if you know what I'm saying. I mean, depends on how much you drink, I guess. Yeah, clear is usually what I'm drinking. Oh. Not the brown stuff. Well, around here. Yeah, well, if you, you would have <laughs> let me know, I could have brought home, brought over some of mine. And what's what? that? What? Some, some wine coolers? Some pink Whitney. Oh. <laughs> some Zima. I got I'm, some Malibu. I'm a tequila what you want? Guy. What you want? I'm a tequila. tequila. I'm a tequila. Have you had, guy. oh, what's the name of it? It's. It's like thirty one ninety nine. I know the price because I didn't get it, but it's really good because I've had it before. It's the one that has like the skeleton on it. It's like the skeletons. They're like dancing and like the label. Yes. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes, but I don't know the name of it. I drink like Cornitos or Lana Zul or Casamigos. Those are my go-tos. That one is... um. Neither one of those sound like whiskey. No, no. all tequilas. <laughs> so a guy asked me one time, he took takes Fireball mm-hmm. cinnamon, which mm-hmm. I haven't been able I to like do Fireball. any Lots cinnamon snops since the uh, <laughs> incident <laughs> of two thousand one. One, yes. Oh wow, that was Ooh. when I was born. It took me about fifteen years to eat a peppermint patty. That's when Courtney was my born. My sister, yeah. oh. um, Aged when I got right back there. from, I don't know, if it was back from deployment or just came in from boot. I don't remember. Either way, she just got us some ice one hundred and one and Fireball. And uh, mm. um, oh, shots of fire and ice. <gasps> yeah, so a shot of fire, uh, whiskey or a f- cinnamon, and a shot of like one after another. That was a night we don't remember. Oh we yeah, you with don't five. remember. We ended up with three. One was in the hospital. One ended up getting a ride home somehow. We just, I don't. It was bad. But um, anyways, they take Ooh. a fireball and you mix it with um, rum chata and you yes. make cinnamon toast crunch. Yes, I've well, I've had the yes. cinnamon toast crunch shots before. Yeah, yeah. is that a shooter or a sh- it's a shooter? Either one. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean you Doesn't make matter. it into a to a drink yeah, or, no. or a shooter. The the sugar I have to drink That's very clean tonight. liquor. Yeah. I can't otherwise. I've never had a hangover ever in my life. Knock on wood. Doing it wrong. So yeah, yeah exactly. I j- also don't drink a lot, but uh, I will say I'm, I'm Holly, we can change that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to change it. Yeah. But yeah, so I'm a very clean drinker. I don't yeah. like lots of sugar and so it just adds to the well, deficits. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> and the headaches. Yeah. So yeah. That's my closing I mean, thought. Drink tequila. Drink tequila. <laughs> How did we even get on the <laughs> Because this was supposed to be after hours. Yeah, oh, Brian. Well, Brian. That's Brian. how you got on it. And, yes. And how you didn't want to drink today. Yes. You wanted to drink, but you didn't want to drink what we had. Yes. Correct. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. my closing thought. Awesome. We don't drink bourbon. Yeah. Yeah. Drinking dark whiskey. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's a man thing. That's a military thing. That's a, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. That's accurate. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Rum and whiskey 
I'll stick to that. Yeah, but thanks for having me on. This was fun. Thanks for coming Finally. On. Yeah, I yes. would say we'll do it again, but it's look like we're not. So, <laughs> um, you will never ask me yeah, again. So now Courtney gets to figure out how to do the video portion of this for yeah. the YouTube. Yeah, I'm already stressing, not going to lie. I mean, it wouldn't be the first time. No, you know, I we've mean, had batteries die on us before. That is true. Before we changed over to and people who have a record button. Yeah, well, that was just done. Like we could do anything with that. <laughs> that was so, also an after-hours yeah. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Well, okay. Here's the thing: is like I can do stuff like with the audio because if the audio is intact, like we're solid. Uh huh. But if the video is like not intact, that can just be. That's a, like uh, whatever, like out of service little thing. Yeah, yeah. it's cool. Can't post it on YouTube. So, till next time. Till next time. (laughs) Thanks. Bye.